It's all about understanding reciprocity and the more value that you create for somebody. If you can actually hit that apex to where you've created so much value for them, they, they feel reciprocity. They're going to end up buying from you. At least that's my, my motto to where I don't just want to be that guy pounding uh, the sales. Welcome to Short-Term Rental Solutions, a show for hosts and property managers looking to overcome obstacles, maximize revenue, and optimize their short-term rental business by learning from the innovators who are designing the solutions that are shaping our industry. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Short-Term Rental Solutions Show. Today's episode is going to be great because we're going to be talking about something that's universally important to hosts and operators, and that is marketing. Yes, <laughs> marketing. We have Bill Faith with us from Build Short-Term Rental Wealth and actually much more than Build Short-Term Rental Wealth. We'll go into that. But the reason that Bill is going to be talking with us about marketing is because he has a background in marketing before he even came to short-term rentals. And so as he's been in the short-term rental industry, marketing is something that he's put a lot of energy and effort into and really honed his skills there. So thankfully, he's joined us today and he's going to share some of the things that he's learned and that he has found success with and help us in our journey as short-term rental hosts. So Bill, thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks for having me, Christian. I'm excited. Yeah. So Bill and I have actually known each other for a couple of years now. When I was new in the industry, Bill was one of the one of the few people that I started following very early in my journey. And we connected up and he really was very helpful to me and became a mentor to me during that early phase. And so I can say firsthand that he really does have a wealth of knowledge and no, and is really able to support hosts and provide a ton of values. Many of you may or may not be familiar with Bill. So Bill, why don't you introduce yourself for those who may or may not be familiar with you and you how you got started in this industry? Yeah, I'm Bill Faith. I'm a father and a husband first before an entrepreneur. I've done 29 bootstrap startups, grown one company to over 50 million, two to over 30. And I say that because I hated both of them, to be honest with you. I don't like large businesses. I love small businesses. I had a marketing agency. You were talking about the marketing side, I had an $11 million marketing agency. And one thing that I learned really, really early on when I was drop shipping Brazilian bikinis and sarongs and swimwear in 1992 via AOL chat rooms is that the best product is not who wins. It's the best marketing that wins. It's the best sales team that wins. And that's single-handedly why Apple versus Android still has more market share today. Apple is way better at marketing their this device than Google is with their Android device. And it's been that way from the beginning. McDonald's has always been the best marketer. They market better than Burger King or Wendy's or whoever. So I think bringing that business experience to the short-term rental space is really kind of my niche. And a lot of it ties into, you know, the, the investing, the underwriting, all that stuff. But at the end of the day, you hear me talk a lot about building super properties, turning that into a super portfolio and a super life. And you and I came together when you came to my couples retreat, kind of starts with that end in mind, right? We have to architect what that desired outcome is. And that allows us to distill down to daily decisions. That is 100% applicable in how we market. Most people think, they open up their calendar and their PMS or Airbnb and they say, hey, I don't have any bookings in September. I need to start doing something today. 
where really you need to have that desired outcome set out at the beginning of the year and understand when the seasons ebb and flow and have your marketing well in advance. I'll give you an example, Christian. I've been marketing for fall since around the third week of June. I really started to transition my listings in Airbnb and Verbo in the middle of July. Once my calendar is filled for the summer, then I'm going to start transitioning. And I'm excited to talk about this with you today. And just one thing, if there's, if you remember, you know, a lot of people play these drinking games. And I had one at the boot camp last week and I, we gave water bottles. So we're drinking, we're not drinking alcohol, we're drinking water. And I said, every time you hear me say value stacking, I want you guys to take a drink out of your water bottle. And today on your podcast is really value stacking will be, you know, discussed quite a bit and kind of the same thing. So just understand when you hear value stacking, that means something important is going to be coming, you know, right after that. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, the concept of marketing your short-term rental property outside of the Airbnb and the VRBO, all of those kind of major platforms that we have access to, it can be really overwhelming. And a lot of people don't even know where to start. Kind of take us on that journey, help break it down a little bit so that it's manageable and not overwhelming. I'm going to start with the easiest place to start to start doing marking. Number one, first step is you go to Google Trends and you type in, this is all free research, you type in the name of your city. So let's type in, you know, Google, uh, Gulf Shores, Alabama. You and I have both have properties there. Google Trends will show you. Well, I think you might have sold yours there. Did you sell yours there? No, I still have no, it. Still okay. So we're still it. somewhat neighbors about houses apart. So you type, go to Google Trends, type in Gulf Shores, Alabama, and Google Trends is going to show you the top cities of the, where the tourists are traveling from to your market. So now you know that Dallas, St. Louis, Indianapolis, Nashville are like four of the top five cities. We all have experience, or most of us have experience using social media. Even if you just use Facebook on this thing right here, you've probably been in a buy-sell trade group. You've probably sold kids, you know, bikes or, you know, a, a jumper that they don't use anymore, an old dresser, whatever it is in a buy-sell trade group. Well, this is the easiest way to drive bookings and awareness about your properties, and it's 100% free. So go into those markets, not where you live, not you can do the local in Gulf Shores or in Gatlinburg or wherever as well, but you really want to target those cities that your buyers, your clients, your guests are traveling from. So take the top four or five and go join 10 to 15 Facebook groups. Be sure you read the group rules because if you break the group rules, you're going to get kicked out of that group. And understand that in these major markets, it's usually real estate agents that own these big groups and they usually own two or three. So if you get kicked out of one, you're probably going to get kicked out of another one. I'll give you an example. I own the Build Short-Term Rental Wealth Build Short-Term Rental Wealth Group. I also own the SDR Wealth Conference Group, but I'm also an admin on other groups. I'm an admin on SDR Secrets with Mike Shogren. I'm an admin on Kenny. So if I boot Christiane out of my group, a pop-up comes and I can kick you out of every other group, right? So follow the rules. That's one of the biggest things. Then you got to understand a rotation. And it's pretty simple. Start with the closest market to your city. So in regards to Gulf Shores, let's start with Dallas. It's about a six hour drive to get to Fort Morgan. I'm going to go into Dallas. I'm going to do a, one more really quick search. And I want to just search what are the wealthiest cities or counties around Dallas. So I'm going to find Highland Park, University Park. That's like the hub of the old blue blood money in Dallas. And because I'm, that's my ideal buyer, that's where I'm looking for those groups. Now, 
Christiane, you have a very distinct advantage over I, over me because you're female and I'm male. There is a lot of great female-only buy-sell trade groups for, for safety reasons, right? You don't want Bill when you don't know me to come to your doorstep to pick up X product. So if you, if you are female, take advantage of those female groups if it is allowed because you eliminate me and all the other 50% or 60% of the males because we can't go in and ruin it for you. And I also believe that you will have more trust built in inside of that group than in a general group posting with everybody inside of it. So for me, organically, it's the number one place that I've driven the most revenue. Now, number two is email marketing. That's a little bit more complex to set up. So I want to start with the easy one before we dive in to step number two and make sure that I made that buy-sell trade groups abundantly clear. Yeah, yeah. So... The buy-sell trade groups, just exactly like you said, I think that there's, like, once you're in those groups, though, you don't want to be spammy. Correct. I mean, there's definitely a, an etiquette and a way to be effective in those groups. So, I mean, talk to us a little bit about that, because it's really well, easy to join 20 groups and then, like, zero results. 100%. So, the first thing that I do is if I join a new group, I go in and start commenting on other posts. And I want to add value. And I say, oh, beautiful house, Christiane, and Gulf Shores or whatever. And I'm going to go and help people that are in there because admins will get notified if you go in and just like start posting. Then they can go and click on your profile and see if you've done any engagement. They're going to immediately think that you're just going to spam and sell your stuff, right? So I'll go in and I'll interact within the groups. I'll try to add some value. Then I'll come in and I'll do a very soft post. It's typically about every five weeks. So that's one of the reasons that I, I will post in 10 to 15 groups and I'll choose five, four to five markets. I'll post in Dallas this week. I'll post in St. Louis the following, then Indianapolis, then Nashville, then Atlanta. And I'll kind of just continue to go through my rotation, but I will always change the images and the copy and take down the previous post before I post again. So where a lot of people get mistaken is they don't understand the difference between marketplace and buy-sell trade groups. What you don't want to do is go and post directly in the marketplace. You're going to get flagged as, you know, trying to sell apartments or something like that. And it's not going to work. You have to post in a buy, sell trade group first. Then once you are ready to post, a pop-up will pop up and you'll be able to choose marketplace and the other buy, sell trade groups to automatically post in as well. You need to keep track of that original group because that's where you want to delete that post when you get ready to post the next time, which will be four to five weeks later. I have never been banned from a group. I have never had an admin even send me a message because I try to spread it around and I will never go in and post like twice in a week or even two weeks. Minimum four weeks for me. I want to be a good steward. I own multiple groups myself and I hate when people come in and sell. So if you follow these steps, you'll be good. Now, a lot of people ask, man, isn't that a pain when you get 300 messages that they start DMing you? Yes, yeah. it is. And that's why it works. Because most of you that are listening are going to be too lazy to go in and reply immediately to all two, 300 of those people. And Christian, I'll tell you, it was probably a year and a half, two years ago. I decided, I'm, you know what? Hey, I want to try some of those women's groups. Grab my wife's phone on a Sunday morning. She's getting ready. We're getting ready to go to church. Bad move. Because I literally posted like four or five local groups in Nashville and the women's only. And she's just getting blown up <laughs> during church. She finally turned her phone off. When we got out, she gave me that look. She said, don't ever do that again before we walk into church. So I'm the one that has to reply. So creating the reply 
before you post is super important because most of them are just going to click the button that says, is this available? Is this available? So I literally will have the reply already written out. And the only thing that I have to customize is turn Christiane into Bill and the Bob and the Lori. And then I can copy, paste, and change the name. And it's very simple. Yes, Christiane, this is currently available. All you need to do is click the, the Airbnb, Verbo, or my direct booking link in parentheses to save the booking fees and enter your dates and you can see how much it is. And if you have any questions, let me know. Then if you read my emails, you always know I do a PS down at the bottom for two reasons. It gives, earns me the opportunity to take another action, but it's the assimilation. This is marketing. This is psychological, right? For people our age, I'm, I know I'm older than you, but you, probably, you remember writing letters to like your grandparents or stuff and you'd forget something and then you'd write a PS. So there's this nostalgia component to a PS. So almost every one of my emails that I send out, I have a PS. And in here, I have a PS. And the PS is, by the way, if you're not, if we're not available in this, in the market you're looking for, I never say like Gulf Shores or Whitefish or whatever, click here to check out the rest of our portfolio, right? So I'm, I'm using Airbnb and Verbo, the links, even though I don't want them to go there, I want them to come direct. I'm using them as trust agents because if I go into Idaho and post in Christiana's hometown and she sees it and she loves the photos, she still doesn't know who I am. We've never, we have no relationship. So she doesn't know if I'm the night stalker or if I'm a pastor or whatever that is. I need Airbnb and Verbo to give me those trust agents to help Christiane build a little bit in trust before she would even consider booking direct. And I'll tell you, most people go and book on their platform of choice. The first time they were, they will very rarely go in and book direct. But what happens is if I start a conversation with them, then I can click on their profile. And if I want, like, if I think I'm in the sales process with them, this is kind of step number two, and they're really interested and they're asking questions and they live someplace. And I can go in and see if I have any mutual connections or mutual friends with them. And it's interesting because I have a lot of like limousine company friends and stuff that are all over the country. It's so like Dallas is an example. One of my best friends there and a good client lives in Highland Park. So he's in that circle. And I got a couple of bookings because I followed that process and we had mutual connections. And I said, hey, Lori, I see that you're good friends with Eric Devlin that owns Premier of Dallas. Oh my gosh, yeah, how do you know Eric? Well, he was a client, good friend. I was at his wedding in Cabo a few years ago. Now the defense mechanism of me being a scammer, the wall has just gone down. And it's like, oh my God, if I tr they trust Eric, they're going to trust me. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's great. That's great. Okay. So there's a solid, you know, first steps and kind of roadmap for getting into these buy, sell trade groups and, and how you can really be a good, active, trustworthy participant. So now this email marketing, which is like kind of another level up, is that just marketing to past guests that you've had? Is that primarily what it is or does it go beyond that? It's way beyond that. I mean, there, so I think there's beginner and then there's intermediate and there's expert. And I'm going to jump forward to the expert real quick. You weren't at our last mastermind in the OBX at Manisha's places. But one of the topics of discussion, I brought in a social media expert, very good friend of mine I've known for eight years, Dan, Dave Gambrell. And we were up there talking and I introduced something and he was like, oh my God, that is so genius. So you remember when, back when we used to fly and you'd open up the magazine and way, way before COVID, right? And you'd see the top 10 steakhouses in the country or the top 10 plastic surgeons or the top 10 dentists or whatever. 
Well, that's all paid placement. And back in the day, in like American Airlines, it was like $1,500 per. And you would see literally 10 of them listed on a page. And there would be like three or four pages of them. And typically like the steakhouses, they were all never any good anyways. They were just paying for marketing. But they got a lot of people psychologically when you're in the magazine and it says top 10 in the country, there's this psychological component that, wow, these are, I'm, I'm, if you're not like a steakhouse guy like me, you don't know. So one of the things that we did at the OBX is I advised people there in their markets in Gatlinburg and Broken Bow and Boise and Whitefish, wherever, go buy Whitefish Airbnbs or whitefishbnb.com or whitefishstrs.com or best of, you know, Montana, all these different types of things. And I'll bet there was 50 or 60 domain names that were purchased that day. Because then you can go to like market my STR, lead pages, unbounce, whatever, and really quickly spin up a page and market that. And who's going to be at the top? Your property is, right? And then you could even charge other properties to be on the list to pay for your advertising dollars. So this is expert stuff. So really what happens is, is when you look at this, if you could, if you're going to spend $1,000 a month on advertising and you're going to be number one and you're going to have you just need those other nine to spend $115 a month with you to pay for your advertising. So that's like the expert level stuff. And then you go run Facebook ads to those buyer personas in the same markets that we just talked about. You use that Google Trends or identify on your own bookings where your guests are coming from into that market. Or just go to the Chamber of Commerce or the Convention and Visitors Bureau. And they, they have all that data, specifically the CVBs have all that data in every single market. And nobody talks about going to the Convention and Visitors Bureau, but when they're selling these large meetings, events to meeting planners, to business corporations, they have it all. And they will give it, they'll give a lot of it to you without being a member, but you have to become a member to get the really good stuff. So that's kind of the, that combines Facebook ads, it combines building out a website, a little bit of SEO, all that type of stuff. It's not hard. It just takes time and know-how to be able to do it. Most people, you could Google this and figure it out probably in 30 minutes, but it's just, the thing that you probably know about me is I will do the stuff that other people are unwilling to do. And that's what makes me better than them because I'm willing to take that two extra steps as opposed to stop when I get tired or when something gets challenging. And many times I don't know the answers just like everybody else, but I'm resourceful enough to go find somebody that knows how to do that. Right. Because if I see the value in it, so it's kind of the beginner getting up to the expert side in the middle is email marketing. And step one, Arthur Colker, if you're listening, you owe me already about $50,000 in commission. So hopefully I'll see you. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> is stay five. You have one booker. Doesn't matter if your property sleeps 14 or if it's a one bedroom or a studio that sleeps one person. There's one person that books on Airbnb. There's one person that books on Verbo or direct bookings. So you can build your, your email list on the slow road to China, as my mom would say, or you can implement StayFi and require everybody that stays in your property. So my average occupancy is 12 in my properties, right? So that means I can build my email list in theory 11 times faster than if I was just getting the, the booker's email. So I use StayFi in every, every one of my properties. So that way I can grow my email list faster because the number one asset that we as business owners own is our email list. It's only the number one asset if you utilize it. And most small businesses do not utilize your email list. I just had a boot camp 
And I spent the better part of three or four hours going through and teaching them not only how to execute email, create the email list, then what to write. And a lot of people get blocked about what to write. And I'll just kind of take a couple of minutes to give you the the series really quick in the Cliff Notes version. Number one is what we call the indoctrination email. It's what Christiane had me do and probably every guest at the very beginning to make that connection with you, the listener, listener and that's introduce ourselves. You know, I, I'm, hey, this is Bill. Thank you so much for staying with us. I was your host. My, this is our favorite place. We're glad that you loved it. Thanks for the five-star review. This is what our kids like. I'm married. I own these businesses. We have two kids. We're into soccer, blah, blah, blah. It's an indoctrination to where you're taking their great stay and they see you as a host, and then you're personalizing that even more. And that's not just for you know hosts. Large businesses do this because they know the value of that personalization. Then number two, send out an email You know, 10 days after that. And let them know that, hey, you you appreciated them so much. You want to tell them thank you with gratitude. Give them a 10% discount to book in the next seven days. Not to like carry for the next 90 or 100 days and the next seven days. Urgency and exclusivity is critical. And I'm going to tell you guys that are listening, there's a reason that everything that I do sells out. One, because people trust me. Two, I'm good at what I do. But most importantly is I leverage urgency and exclusivity with every single thing. Whether it's the SDR Wealth Conference or Anything that's being sold, it is never unlimited and it is never do it whenever you want to do it. And people think that if they leave it open-ended, it gives more opportunity. What it does is it doesn't move somebody off the fence and we have to move somebody off the fence as a marketer. So email number two is just going to show your appreciation. It's the only time I ever discount, give them a discount. If they book X period of time, that period of time needs to be a very kind of realistic, but short window, seven days, no longer than 10, three to three to 10 days. The next email that you're going to send out could be another 30 days after that. And right now, and you can set this up in some platform that has automation to be able to trigger based on the date that they join your email list, right? So your sequence might be a little bit different if somebody joins now in September, October in the fall versus if they join in February, because we're getting ready here in the fall to go into the winter season, if they join in February, you want to prep them for the summer season and you can control that with tagging systems, right? So that next email is, hey, Christiane, I exclusively want to offer you these available dates before we open up our calendar to the public. So I'm making her feel important. Thank you for staying with us. I appreciate you. I'm giving you something exclusive before I open this up to the public. I'm, if she's interested at all, she now knows, one, that I feel special about her, but two, she has to get off that fence. She's got to make a decision. She's got to move the needle. So that's kind of where the urgency and exclusivity comes in. Then we can just go through the rest of the year, the top four, top six, top seven. You notice I don't do one, two, three, five, because it's generic. Everybody does that. Do something different. Do the top six, do the top four, do the top eight that nobody else does. Sushi restaurants, trails, national parks places to pick up your snow gear that because if you're in a if you were in a ski market nobody should ever be advised to go to the ski resort to pick up their gear it is pandemonium with hundreds of people in line give them the small place an extra three minutes drive away or five minute drive away they can get in they can get out and it's no hassle so i'm a big believer christian and, and as a foodie where the locals eat as a website i never go to TripAdvisor. i never go to yelp 
I want to know where the locals eat and get the real reviews to get the best food, whether it's a diners, drive-in and dives type of place, or it's a high-end restaurant. Be where the locals eat for your guests and put that in the emails. You literally could send five to 10 emails in a year that provides value for your potential guests, and they're going to continue to read your emails. What happens is, is when you start using social media, you start using emails and you sell, 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 then people stop, 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 stop. And they unsubscribe or they just stop opening. The worst thing for us is people that are using emails for them to just stop opening because that dissipates our open rate and it lowers our sender score. So create value and leverage that PS down at the bottom for a very soft sell, no more than one every three emails that you send out. So I send out an average of two emails a week to you guys if you're on my email list. I typically will not sell anything unless I've sent three to four value proposition emails. And if I go through a phase of selling something, then, and I send out three or four emails in a row, then I've got to triple, I've got to go like 10 or 15 emails after that to re-earn that value, re-earn that trust back. Gary Vanderchuk uh, has a book, Jab, 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 Right Hook. You know, if you follow HubSpot inbound marketing, and it's all about not disrupting, it's all about understanding reciprocity and the more value that you create for somebody, if you can actually hit that apex to where you've created so much value for them, they, they feel reciprocity. They're going to end up buying from you. At least that's my, my motto to where I don't just want to be that guy pounding uh, the sales. Yeah, that's great. Well, and this really has become the foundation of, you know, what you have built with market my str because there's so many different aspects and things that we can do and a lot of hosts are time crunched and so kind of consolidating that work and that effort and creating a system where you know you've built some efficiencies in so tell us a little bit about that about market my str and how that can really be a solution to people who are serious about wanting to create a marketing strategy for their business yeah. So many people have heard of HubSpot before, which is the gold standard all-in-one marketing platform. I was their 33rd customer back in February, 2007. I built three businesses on the back of HubSpot. I helped them build their partner program, their agency program. If anybody's been to their mega inbound conference, I helped plan the first two with them. I was pretty ingrained. I, I was bleeding orange for the better part of seven or eight years and built three huge businesses with them. And I loved HubSpot, but I ended up leaving because they just, went, once they went public, they got way too expensive. And I was spending like $4,300 a month on HubSpot for my last business. So like many other people, I'm using MailChimp for email. I'm using simple texting for texting. I'm using lead pages to build out my sales pages for the compression events and the, you know, the concerts and all that type of stuff and my direct booking sites, because you can't just have one website. We can get into that later. But and then I'm doing social media and I was, I was, had a social media platform and the social media platform alone was 200 bucks a month. Simple texting was $99 a month. I'm spending almost 300 because of the size of my email list with MailChimp and active campaign. I didn't have live chat on my website. I did. I had a CRM, you know, Salesforce starts at about $129 a month. You can do something cheaper at $45 a month. And I was in Mississippi at a travel soccer tournament with uh, my oldest daughter. And I would talk to this this guy named Scott. His daughter was the best field player. My daughter was a keeper and we were chatting and I knew he was in marketing. But it was really the first time that we 
just started chatting and he's and he said, yeah, I'm building out this SaaS software for Grant Cardone's coaching program. And I'm like, okay, what is it? He got my attention because I have a relationship with Grant. And long story short, he's like, I can do the same thing for your STR people. I said, okay, well, how much is it? He's all, we can charge whatever you want. I said, what do you mean? He's all, we'll do a partnership together and we'll give him email marketing, unlimited websites, funnels. It's basically HubSpot, ClickFunnels, MailChimp, live chat, Salesforce, everything all in one. And we brought it to the industry and it's easy to use. And there's 300 templates in there for your direct booking site. And I give you all of my stuff, my funnels, my Facebook ads, my sales pages that I built. You have 100% automation. And then to take it one step farther, because we had so many people that don't understand how to do all this stuff and hiring VAs is really difficult through trvas.com. He's training right now. They'll be ready next week. He's training VAs specifically for market my STR to where if you don't know how to do this stuff, you can come in and hire by skill set. And that's the thing that I love about STR VAs. It's not like one generalist, but you hire by skill and it's cheaper. So you get the three skills or the two skills are exactly what you need. But essentially what market my STR has done, Christian, is it's saving me. I'm on the the $299 a month plan. I pay for it. And it's got more robust capabilities than I was spending over $4,000 worth with HubSpot. And I immediately moved every one of my sales pages, websites for direct booking over to it. I took my email list and put it into it. I got rid of Salesforce. I, I used the CRM. So what happens now is like when a guest, as an example, checks out, I have this whole guest transition that I teach. And when the guest checks out, it immediately goes into a text follow-up at four o'clock, then into an email funnel. Now I can combine video, emails, and text into a funnel. I couldn't do that before when I have multiple platforms trying to seam them together. And the great thing about it is you can use Zapier to connect to to StayFi. You can use Zapier to connect to owner res or hospitable or whatever you're using. So the information flow is available to where you can automate about 95% of the stuff. And that's the biggest problem for people is time and money. How much does it cost? Well, this is ridiculously low priced. And what about the time? Well, if you're going to do all, if you want to do like everything on your own, like I do, I mean, I've got a VA. I've got, I just hired a social media and brand manager last week, but before it was just me, I spend about seven to 10 hours a week. And the two things that I do most is it's about 90% marketing and 10% pricing optimization. Well, yeah. I mean, it's all about keeping that calendar full. And I know you really not only, I mean, we've, we've, our primary conversation here has been about marketing <laughs> platform, but you're also very passionate about optimizing your listing within those platforms so that, you know, when people are scrolling through, you get found, which, you know, has a huge impact also on on the marketing and the success of your listing. Yeah, I mean, I still do. The, the majority of my bookings still come through OTAs. I'm about 41% direct booking. And a lot of people, you know, are like, oh my God, you got to push direct bookings, direct bookings, direct bookings. I disagree a thousand percent. What we need to push is for the, the guest, your potential customer to book where they're the most comfortable, right? If you try to force somebody to come to your direct booking site and you don't give them an option to go where they're comfortable, we all know there's Burbo people and Airbnb people, right? And if they're not a direct booking person because they don't feel confident, just it doesn't matter if they know you or not, let them push them where they want to go. That's the biggest misconception I see in our industry that ever, uh, this whole direct booking initiative, it's BS. If you want to do it right, do great marketing, benefit your, your customer, your guest, and let them go where they want to go. Give them the option. 
You know, I mean, if, if I tell Christiane, hey, I'm going to meet you in, in Orlando at BRMA, or I think it's in Orlando, and, you know, hey, but you have to fly Frontier Airlines. She's like, I'm not flying Frontier. I'm going to fly whatever. Amer I'm more comfortable. I'm American or United or whatever. It's the exact same thing that you're trying to do to your guests to force them to go and book direct. So it should be part of your strategy, but it should not be the end all be all. Yep. Yep. Thank you so much, Bill. A ton of value here. I think that, you know, there's lots of different things that people can do. Actionable steps, break it all down. Tell us, I mean, I'll tell you, everybody who's listening to this episode or watching on YouTube, this is only scratching the smallest surface of what Bill knows and the value that he brings. There's so many ways in which he can help people who are interested in this industry and are wanting to either level up from where they currently are or even just get started. So, Bill, how could people find you? I mean, BillFaith.com, BillFaith73 on Instagram, BeFaith, almost every other platform, TikTok, Facebook, but really build STR Wealth, build short-term rental wealth. The website, 30,000-person Facebook group, there's YouTube channels, everything. You know, Christiane, you know, I, pr I pride myself, at least from the, the coaches and influencers, I don't like that word, but I try to be the most accessible and, you know, to help as much as we can. I will tell you, I'll just reiterate at the very beginning, there, there is a lot that goes into building a super property. But one of the, the, the issues that a lot of you have is you're, you're investing into high-end design, you're investing into location, proximity, views, all the right stuff, but you're not doing a good enough job with your marketing. And if your customers don't see it in your mind's eye, the way that you visualize it, your photos aren't strong enough. You're not putting it on Instagram. You, you're not putting it on Pinterest. You're not emailing it. Then it doesn't do any good. It's a popularity contest, unfortunately. And the more eyeballs you can get onto your product, the more that you're going to sell. And so if you think about it in those terms, it's really pretty simple. I sent out an email last week about the prom king and queen and that we, we really want to be the most popular. So take advantage. Just one of the simple, easy, it's not really a marketing thing, but optimization thing. Everybody's doing it now. About two and a half years ago, I started Favorite Fridays. Every other person like me that has a group is now doing it. Take advantage of every one of them. I can tell you every Friday, I'm in Shogren's group. I'm in Kyle Stanley's group. I'm in my own group. I'm going and doing it everywhere because those hearts are a data point that goes to Airbnb that says, wow, this listing is popular. So once again, don't spam those things, but take advantage of all those resources. So sorry, I just keep teaching and teaching and teaching. No, uh, that's... Build that's, SDR Wealth is where you can find me. That's the easiest spot. Yep, yep. All right. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us on this week's episode. You definitely have something that you can go... You have homework <laughs> after after listening today to today's show. So thank you so much for joining us. And if you are a professional that serves the short-term rental industry, be sure to connect with us on STR Hub because we'd love to spread the word about who you are and what you do and how you help short-term rental professionals. So thank you so much for joining us again today and be sure to tune in next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button. And if you could spare a moment, please leave the show a quick review. Your review helps us help more hosts and property managers like yourself. By the way, if you're a realtor, lender, bookkeeper, accountant, interior designer, or other professional who specializes in serving the short-term rental industry, we need to get you listed on STR Hub and start spreading the word about your services. 
So reach out to me via email, christiane at strhub.com. Thanks again for listening and be sure to join me next time to catch my latest conversation with the innovators designing the solutions that are shaping our industry.